Grace, mercy, and peace be to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ provides us with a powerful image in our Gospel reading for today. It's an image of Christ on his throne with a myriad of angels attending him. He's seated in his glory, enthroned as King of kings and Lord of lords. And gathered before him is, are, are all the nations, every person who ever was from every corner of creation. The dead have been raised. Those who are alive when the, when the king returns, they have all been changed. And all those who have been raised or changed stand before the king. And for the moment, there is no distinction and there is no division, at least not yet. The king on his throne surveys all the peoples of the nations, every single soul that he has created. He sees before him all those that he has sought to serve in love. For the shepherd king has laid down his life for all those who are gathered before him. His desire is that, that no one would perish but would receive eternal life. He suffered the humility of the cross for his creation so that he could gather to himself a flock purchased with his own blood. And so before him are those who believed this to be the, the very best news that they have ever received, along with those who would not believe or receive this good news. And so now as the king looks over the nations, he begins, he begins the division as a shepherd does with sheep and goats. He sees those who have lived in repentance and faith to him, and he sees those who have not. And to the sheep who have lived in repentance and faith, the king seats at his right-hand side. This is the place of glory and honor, the place prepared before the foundation of the world. But to the goats who have rejected repentance and faith, he casts out to the place prepared for the devil and all of his angels in the fires of hell. As Christ the King sits on his throne and separates the sheep from the goats, he's not there to judge. No, the day of judgment or the day of salvation, those days were available to each and every person from all tribes and nations while they yet lived in this age. This is not a day of judgment per se, but a day when the verdict is announced, and a day of vindication for the saints. For the sheep who have lived in repentance and faith will finally be separated from the unbelief, the corruption, the sin that stains themselves and the whole creation. The wheat and tares will finally be divided, and the sheep will be vindicated for their faith. The vindicated sheep who have lived in faith to God and love for their neighbor in this age will sit in the place of, of honor with a king in the age that's yet to come. These are those who have waited and longed for the promises of God to reach their fulfillment. And now on this day, they are granted access to their inheritance, the kingdom, which was prepared from the foundation of the world. Finally, on this day, they will take possession of the promised land, that is to say, the new creation, the new earth under the new heavens with Christ as the shepherd king in their midst dwelling with them in the fullness of his glory. You know, all inheritances are, are gifts. 
No one can earn an inheritance through their works. No amount of social ministry, no amount of prayers offered, no amount of self-sacrifice can secure an inheritance. It's a gift. The inheritance of the kingdom is no different. You don't earn Christ. You don't earn the gift of life that he freely gives. You don't earn being raised from the dead. You don't earn a new earth to live on. You don't earn a place at the right hand of the king. Christ has prepared this gift from the foundation of the world, and he offers it freely to all who believe and receive him. So those who sit at the right hand of Christ the King are those who have believed and received Christ. But how does one come to believe or receive Christ? Well, you believe and receive the King through believing and receiving his messengers. Earlier in Matthew's narrative, Jesus chose the twelve as his messengers. These twelve Jesus sent out instructing them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. After further instructing them about how some would receive them and others would reject and even persecute them, Jesus said again to the twelve, Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. The one who receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and the one who receives a righteous person because he is a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones even a cup of cold water because he is my disciple, truly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. The twelve were first sent as messengers to the lost sheep of Israel. The twelve were sent to herald the arrival of the shepherd king. They went to those who waited for great David's greater king, and they announced that he had arrived. They went to those who were waiting for Ezekiel's prophecy to be fulfilled, and they proclaimed that they need look no further than Jesus. They pointed to the fact that Jesus is the shepherd king of the lost sheep of Israel. But when the lost sheep of Israel did not receive the shepherd king by receiving his messengers, the good shepherd began to gather from other flocks that were not his own. Reaping where he had not sown and gathering where he had sown no seed, the king sent his messengers to the nations, authorizing them to make disciples of all nations by baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey all that the Lord Jesus has commanded. Along with this promise, behold, I am with you always to the end of this age. The twelve disciples, the apostles of the king, these are the least of these my brothers who were called and authorized to announce the rule and reign of the king to the nations. Those who received the twelve apostles and their message of repentance and faith in Jesus, well, they received Christ, the shepherd king. And so as people received and cared for the apostles, they were in turn caring for Christ, the king. The twelve were strangers who were taken in. Cups of cold water were given to quench their thirst. They were hungry and were fed by those who welcomed them into their homes. 
When they became ill, persecuted, or imprisoned, they were cared for. And in caring for these messengers of the king, people were in turn caring for and serving the king himself. And on the last day, as the nations are gathered before the throne of Christ the king, the king will answer to those who cared for his messengers, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. The shepherd king has brought this message to you, first from the apostles and pastors down through the ages to this current time. These men who stand in the apostolic office, who are least in the kingdom, yet are sent by the king's authority, called and ordained to proclaim his act of rule and reign over all creation to the nations. They speak to you God's word and call you to live a life of repentance and faith to Christ. And as you believe and receive the message, will you receive the king? To this day, the king sends his messengers to proclaim his kingdom. The king's desire uh, desires all nations to know what kind of king he is. How he longs for all creation to know that he is at work restoring and renewing his creation, binding up the brokenhearted and healing the hurting. Like a shepherd who cares for his flock in love, the king blesses the poor in spirit and gives entrance into his kingdom. He is present to comfort those who mourn. He gives an inheritance to the meek. He feeds the hungry and the thirsty with his body and blood. And to the persecuted and those who are imprisoned for his namesake, he gives share of his kingdom. This is the shepherd king who has laid down his life for you, so that you may be included as sheep of his fold. For he found you when you were hungry, and he gave you himself as the bread of life. He found you when you were thirsty, and he gave you the cup of salvation to drink from. He found you a stranger, and he brought you into his flock. He found you naked, and he clothed you with his righteousness. He found you sick, and he visited you, and he found you in prison, and he rescued you from the gates of hell. Now, this is the currently hidden Christ who continues to call his sheep through his word and sacraments by the voice of his messengers. This is the now-veiled king who leads his people into his kingdom by way of the still waters of baptism. This is Christ the king who, at this age, sets his table for us while we are still in the presence of our enemies. This is the king who will be revealed to all the nations on the last day. This is the shepherd king who now sits in the throne in glory and who will separate his sheep from the goats. The king's reign is being proclaimed. As you receive this proclamation through his messengers, you also receive the king. And as you receive the king, you are set free to care for all of God's creatures, including his messengers. You are set free to love your neighbors as yourself, caring for the, the poor, the needy, the hungry. As the shepherd king has served you, you are free to serve others with, what other, with whatever good works your neighbors require. 
You are free to do these good works, not to earn a place in his flock or to earn an inheritance, but simply because you are his sheep. And as the shepherd king lay down his life for you, you are free to fear, love, and trust in him above all things. This is your calling. This is your work until the day when when Christ the King comes in glory and gathers the sheep into his green pastures of the new earth under the new heaven. For then and there, you will finally rest from all your labors and you will receive the fullness of the King's promise. Then you will hear the shepherd king say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. It's a powerful image. Believe it. Receive it. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus, our shepherd king. Amen. And may the peace of Christ which passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until that great and glorious day. Amen.